This might become our intro music every week. I love it so much. That boy, whatever fucking... What's up, Kibby? Whatever pedal they got going, that ultra fuzz. Indonesian funk. What's up, man? Hello, everybody. Woo! That is fucking great to come into. Especially if I only listen to it once a week and, like, don't overplay it. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This is, of course, the This Might Sound Stupid podcast. Uh, a podcast that happens once a week between two friends who wanted to see each other more, so they started a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name of that song I don't know, but it is. You can find it on a YouTube station called My Analog Journal. Uh, the video is from May second, twenty twenty one. It's called Guest Mix Seventies Indonesian Psych Funk and Disco with West Side Music. M U Z E E K is how that last part is spelled. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it's awesome. You should listen to it because it's great, uh, especially that song. And I've been loving coming into it. How are you, Dan? Good, good. Uh, if this is the first time listening to the podcast, you should subscribe to us on whatever app you get podcasts on, because it makes our subscriber number get bigger, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. I like seeing it get bigger, like other things. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good laugh. Um, you can also follow us on Twitch. That's kind of fun to see our follower numbers go go up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. Mm-hmm. If you follow us, you should turn on notifications for our channel so that you see when we go live and you get a reminder of it every Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably the most fun way to watch the podcast, listen to the podcast, because yeah. you get to be in chat and interact. Yeah. Uh, Dan puts fun sharks in there. Yeah. Uh, Amber, my wife, put a cool cat in there, yep. which I said to Dan, like, I that probably wouldn't make me laugh unless it was Amber who put in a cool cat. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tweet at us. We have a Twitter, at TMSS underscore podcast, mm-hmm. and you can email us if you ever feel the need to. This might sound stupid at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tweeting at us or emailing us, next week is our May top five episode, and it's top five serials of all time correct so if there's a cereal that you loved in your youth Mm -hmm. and they no longer make that cereal or if it's a seasonal cereal that isn't out all the time Mm -hmm. you can count it top five cereals of all time Mm -hmm. uh 
Email those lists to this might sound stupid at gmail.com or tweet them yep. at TMSS underscore podcast. I think we already got a couple at least. Yeah, I think we got three so far, three lists. Mm-hmm. So get them in. I have to make mine. Oh, yeah. I have a pretty good idea of what's on my list, mm-hmm. uh, but that should be a pretty fun pretty fun episode. Uh, we are brought to you. We have two sponsors on our podcast looking for more. Everybody uh, start tweeting at Igloo. Yep, let them know. Tell them that. This might sound stupid. Podcast wants to sponsor the Everyman Cooler. Mm-hmm. We're not pretentious. No, nope. we don't need those stupid Yeti coolers. Nope. We want the Everyman Cooler, the Igloo Cooler. And we'll do a special Playmate episode live from Japan. Yeah, on their dime. Exactly. Uh, they are now one of our sponsors, but everybody tell them they should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, our two sponsors are Joey the Good Boy. We'll check in with Joey. He is laying as far away as he can, and he is zonked out. Oh yeah. And he's really cute. Joey wasn't on the podcast last week. Uh, he had something wrong with his hip. He's just getting old. Joey's a good boy, and he's an old boy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to make him come downstairs, and I didn't want to carry him because he's just, you know, the bigger the dog is, the less they like to be carried, I found. Yeah. Um, so I just let him upstairs because he's a good boy, and he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also brought to you by Mike Long, who is a awesome designer from Minnesota. He designed all of our graphics. Uh, and we want him to design more for us. Yeah. And we love him. And he's got a baby boy that I think I should hopefully get to see two weeks from Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. Because we're grown-ups, and that's how far we have to plan out our stupid idiot lives. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't this Saturday, but what about next Saturday? And he's like, oh, I can't next Saturday. I could the Saturday after that. Otherwise, I can't until July. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, and I want to see him and his wife and his baby. Mm-hmm. Dan, what are you drinking? That can is uh, compelling. It's my second favorite color, purple. Ooh. Uh, so this is uh, Junkyard in uh, St. Cloud. Okay. They just started getting their uh, beers back at uh, at Top 10. Uh, top this is 10 called Liquors in Woodbury. Bad Larry. Bad Larry. What kind is it? It's an IPA. IPA. Okay. Have you had it before? No. I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, I haven't had their beer in a while. Yeah. Oh, it's a soggy boy. Can I have a sip? Sure. Let's see how it is. Not bad at all. It's definitely an IPA. Ooh, that's fruity. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm going to grab my Everyman cooler. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Playmate by Igloo. Keeps my beers ice cold. I was telling Dan before the podcast started, I went to grab a beer, and I was like, Dan, I only have four beers. <laughs> I have been busy as fuck and haven't had time to go to the liquor store, and also just I have not been drinking beer that often because mm-hmm. I'm trying to – Cut some body fat for the summer. Oh, yeah. Which has been going well. I was at... Hold on. I'm going to crack my beer. I can do it. I got to get under it. That was a good one. That was pretty good. Oh, I'm I'm just having a Summit EPA. This isn't the glass I want. Nope. This is the glass I want. Old standard. It is an old standard. Uh, you know what else we got to find time to do on a weekend here? Probably not next weekend because it's Memorial Day weekend and people do shit on Memorial Day weekend, I guess. 
Go to York? Yeah, we got to go to York. Uh, one of our coworkers, uh, I was talking to him about that. I think he's he's going to maybe go try and go there this weekend to check it out. Brian. Okay. Dan. I, I, got, I got to hide that name, you know, just in case people want to know. Dan Brooks. Brooks. Well, I was like, I know Nick doesn't drink beer, really. Because, like, pre-COVID, like, I've been, like, talking to Brian. It's like, hey, yeah, we, you know, we, should, we, should go to, we should go to York because, like, he lives right by York. Um, oh, he does. And then COVID happened. Well, he, like, he lives there. He lives in St. Paul. No, he lives. He lived right by my old house. Yeah, but that's close enough to York, though. Well, it's not right by. No, but it's it's close enough that you That's could. what I'm saying, Rolo. Nick doesn't drink beer, and I was like, was he talking to Pow, CK, or Brian? Mm-hmm. It's Brian. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, he's gonna. So he'll 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 take a look see, um, and see what we're dealing with at Yorg. But yeah, I went from I started counting calories and doing all that, mm-hmm. watching macros in March, mm-hmm. and I was at one eighty nine. Mm-hmm. And I was telling Dan I sat I could not get past one eighty one for like three or four weeks. It was getting really frustrating. But I finally I broke the. You get like these little plateaus mm-hmm. when you try to lose a little weight and i finally broke through that sitting at like 178 i remember like i, I watched a video but that's why like, i haven't been drinking as much beer it got like reassigned just got like show back up in my youtubes um it was like a fox video from like four years ago about how hard it is to just lose weight with exercise and stuff like that because it your body just adapts to like it it gets in a range of what it thinks it's supposed to be at right and so it doesn't matter how much you work out it's like it'll it'll offset and like do things to kind of keep itself i listen to this great podcast uh jeff foxworthy no you might be a redneck you might count your back rows is it jeff nippard jeff i've heard you say that name before Nippard. Yeah. Okay, it is. It's Jeff Nippard. He did he had like a a doctor of something mm-hmm. or other, but like what this guy studies and what he's written research research papers on and stuff like that is losing body fat. Mm-hmm. Not just losing weight, but mm-hmm. losing body fat. And he was like it's a really simple thing. If you want to lose weight, mm-hmm. you need to take in less calories. Mhm. Then you expend. Mm-hmm. It's like, and he was like, it's that simple, but it's really, really, really hard. Yeah. Because your body absolutely does not want to do that. It's like counterintuitive to the whole way that you're set up to run. Because, yeah, like, like, like one of the weird, like, offsets, that it's like they were, they've studied like a, um, uh, a tribe down in Africa that, you know, super athletic, they would, you know, like 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 a very 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 active tribe. Okay. All you know, lot lot of running, a lot of hunting, and they were like at the same kind of level as like a um just like a, a suburbanite in the UK because their body was so used to being like that was just the normal. Wait, what do you what do you mean? Say that again. So the amount of like um, calories that they were burning was around the same as a suburbanite in the UK because their body was just so used to just expending that much. So energy. even though they were super active is what it, you're saying. Yeah, it it uh it they were they ended up like they had to work so much harder because their normal 
was that level of activity. Okay. That if they that if for whatever reason they wanted to you know they didn't really care about like losing weight or anything, but like if right. they if they wanted to like Why shed pounds, they? they they would they would have to make a like a like a, a much more drastic change than than just that suburban person in like the UK. I'm trying to find this and I don't want to ignore you at the same time. Um maybe it's on a different channel of his. Cause these are all just like little videos. And this was like I mean this was like a huge interview. Um, and it was just really interesting just talking about like the psychology of weight loss. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't find it. I'm going to talk like an asshole while I'm looking for it. So I'll stop. Um, yeah, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before and it's just, it was just interesting to just hear, you know, I mean, you know that basically that, mm-hmm. yeah, if you take in less calories mm-hmm. than you expend, you're going to lose weight. Yep. And then it's like, if you want to lose body fat, you got to check, track your macros a little more closely, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how much body fat you have. Mm-hmm. Like if you have excess body fat, um, which I arguably have excess body fat, you don't have to track your macros as much. Like you just have to take in less calories. Um, but then all the psychology that goes around it. And then, yeah, you, when you are experiencing weight loss, you'll hit these little plateaus because your body kind of adapts its metabolism, like you're saying, yeah, to it's where... Like, it's like, oh, this is where I should be now. Where I have to work harder or take in fewer calories now, mm-hmm. which I, that's the one I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to work harder or take in fewer calories to get weight loss. And that's basically what I did. I just had... To break through that little plateau, I had a week where I was at like 1,700 calories, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun <laughs> to do that that little. I would What I would rather do is stay at like the – because 2,000 is fine. Mm-hmm. I'd rather stay at the 2,000 and just up my cardio, but we just haven't had time because yeah. of work. Uh, so I just haven't been able to do that. But anyway, that's why that's why I have like no beer in my fridge and didn't realize it was because I'm, you know, it's not winter and I'm not drinking like a beer every night I get home. Oh yeah, you're not, you're not hibernating. <clears throat> what else is new, Dan? Everybody left the podcast because we've talked about that a thousand times before. Nothing is new. One of my favorite things to do is, uh, not one of my favorite things to do, but one of the things I love to do is I'll be looking at Instagram, just their random search page mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, and I don't know how I ended up getting these to come up on my like search feed mm-hmm. or just random feed or whatever the magnifying glass is called on Instagram. And every once in a while, I'll get these like alien conspiracy theories and I'd love to send them to Dan. Oh, yeah. And the one I sent him just before he came here mm-hmm. was, what was it? Hold on. How is it phrased? Uh, the coordinates of Egypt pyramids doesn't say Egypt's or the coordinates pyramids? of Egypt pyramids are a hundred percent same as light speed. Is it coincidence or something else? Uh, and then Dan looked it up and Pat never fails to text. hundred percent. That's so funny to me. He loves to text during the podcast. Um, he, Dan looked it up, and the pyramids, was it their latitude? The Great Pyramid, I think it's the latitude. 
The latitude was the same as the speed of light measured in meters. To like six digits. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know what it was, but it was like. 299792. Whatever it is. And I was like, wow, that is actually kind of interesting that it's at the same latitude. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, it's not. Because what if you measured the speed of light in inches or like. And then we just kind of had this little conversation about how somebody would constantly make arguments against it. Like, it's not exactly the apex either. What do you mean, Rolo? We were just saying, like, it's you. The the people who want to believe that mm-hmm. would constantly have an argument. I like Dan, where he was like, I was like, yeah, but then you would have to say that they measured it in meters. Like, how did how did they come up with the same measurement that we did? And Dan goes, oh well, they taught us the the metric yeah, system, exactly. and it was like, oh yeah, the aliens, per- the aliens got it perfect. Like, you can constantly come up with a reason. Oh yeah, why it makes sense. Yep, you can easily. Follow the steps. Yeah. You can just find confirmation wherever you want. Mm-hmm. I sent you another one. Oh, I sent him one that was like showing how the Nile and like the, the Nile River Valley and mm-hmm. then the Nile mm-hmm. was the same as a brain and the like the mm-hmm. brain stem going down into the spine mm-hmm. and it was making all these insane arguments about it. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know why. They're just... These things are fascinating to me where... Yeah. But, well, you know, like I love... I love the a good harmless like alien conspiracy theory. Right. That's and that's that's a great way to put it. A good harmless. Although sometimes I feel like none of it's harmless cuz somebody gets super bought into it. Yeah. And then somehow it seems like all roads lead to like Nazism with it. <laughs> yeah, cuz they're the, you know. Me too, Javin. Rolo says it doesn't line up to the apex of the pyramids. There are a lot of numbers that run through those locations. <laughs> and Javin said, Sick of Robin's alien beliefs already. I like Rolo. Don't get me started. I don't know. Google pointed directly there. When I typed in longitude and latitude of the Great Pyramid of Giza, it was that number. It's the speed of light. We figured it out. Is it a coincidence or something else? It's both. It's both. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying aliens aren't real or anything like that, but People really want to find. Well, the, go- the government's out there right now telling you that uh, that unidentified aerial objects are real. Sure, because they have they have video proof and they can't and they don't know what it is. That was like, do you remember those videos from like like uh de- they re- they really came out like two years ago? Yeah, but they were from like a decade about like those spy about like those f you know like f 14s we'll say some some jet in the um in the military that went to try and track these nonsensical like tiny objects that were moving in ways that made no absolutely no sense is there any possibility that it's just the government lying to the government though oh well like there's nothing to say that it's not like area 51 research right that's basically was trying to like a proof of concept like can it outrun this jet sure so we'll put it out there we'll see if it can outrun the jet and then yeah but then the government part the government agency that released something saying like we don't know what it is Oh, Gen- yeah. genuinely doesn't know yes yeah that's the, that's the whole there like there's the multiple layers of the conspiracy onion that where you have like people will say that like your your guy's like a like a Giorgio Sukalus who's like a, who's mm-hmm. who looks you know who looks crazy and, and talks about aliens he works for the government to try and make it seem like people that believe in the aliens are crazy oh that's getting deep with oh yeah conspiracy. so you could like there's 
There, there is, there's layers all the way down, baby. It's all turtles. Uh, Rolo says that is there is a fantastic lemono. Lem- it's it's a lem- let me know. So it's almost like you said let me know. Oh, let me know. Yeah. yeah YouTube yeah, video about this. Yeah, he. I. That's a, that's a that's a pretty fun channel. Hmm, I've never heard of that channel. We we this was like a movie night. Like oh, a YouTube's, couple. You go ahead. Like four years ago or something like that. When we were on my couch before movie night. There was one on like this like cicada thing, which was like this nonsensical like puzzle thing that just kind of showed up that people were trying I to vaguely solve. Vaguely remember watching yeah. this, yeah. And so he did. He just did a good video on it. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, my YouTube is really boring. Okay. Yeah, it's good it's, to know. It'll, it'll be it'll be fun. I to got check a three thousand shift coming up. Yeah, it's it's, it's worth it. Uh yeah, I had I've been too busy to watch sumo. I'm. Like mm. way behind on sumo because the the uh, spring sumo tournament's happening right now. Three days left. Yeah. Yep. I'm probably just gonna watch to see is what's his face still undefeated. No. Uh, oh no. He okay. Got like a. He took a loss. Like he beat the guy, but like on on the way down, like he had his hand behind his head, um, and like you can't, like, put your hand on and like kind of grab around the top knot hmm, okay and so you just you just that's just an automatic disqualification interesting so like he would have won like sure the guy was going down but like he did the thing so they had to like they have to. so they so they're they're mono e and they went up there and they're like their hand was forced and like his like his coach was like the main it's like that was like the head judge that day so like that couldn't have been fun for him we gotta get there and be like yeah i gotta yeah you lost you lost buddy <laughs> But Sorry, I, buddy. So he's eleven and one though. He's still one up over yeah. over the bowling ball that is Takakesho. <laughs> Takakesho is a bowling ball. Just a giant circle just of a man. The way he walks, yeah. too. He has like twenty three too. Like he's just he's just been that shape for like his whole life. Uh, Start watching sumo, everybody. But, uh, yeah, at fourteen jets, chiclet sized things. Uh, Unidentified flag objects. How late did you guys stay up watching the wild game? Uh, just through the end of the second period. Did they win? No. Damn. Are they're they play- out then? They're playing again right now. They were. It's one and one. Oh, they're playing right now. So Jeff yeah. won't be in here. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how long is the series? How does that work? This thing. I don't know if this year if it's like oh, yeah, best so of sevens or best of fives because okay. of like the way it's working. So I'm not sure if it's um first to three or first to. Or uh, like first two, or hmm, okay, I'm not sure. Uh, Rolo says I just muted my mic before talking with Jess because I didn't want to interrupt the podcast. <laughs> 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 just so you know, I'm still an idiot. We can like hear Rob like talking in our headphones this whole time. <laughs> Rob, that's really good. <laughs> I would do that too because of how much time we've spent on Discord mm-hmm. and we did over a year of movie night via Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 100%. I, yeah, I also want to know more about him falling out of his chair today. Oh, yeah. I almost had a moment that I would have texted Javin a picture of yesterday, but I didn't. Uh, I pulled a bag of spaghetti mm-hmm. uh, out of our cupboard yesterday and... I didn't realize it was open, and the way I twisted it 
was like the they open side, out. but they didn't. They oh. started to fall and I like grabbed the whole bag. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, like, man, if that had spilled all over the floor, I would have taken a picture of it and sent it to Jeff. Oh, yeah. And then he wouldn't have come in to work for the next week because he would, like, he would have hurt himself. <laughs> just laughing. <sighs> Good times. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't really have anything new to report. Should we get? We haven't done a Rob's random topic in weeks. Sure, uh, I'll, I'll bring up one thing. Okay, go this, ahead. I, I, thought, I thought this was. I can't promise that we're not going to talk about it for the rest of the podcast. I thought this was neat. Is. Um, this new podcast that I would listen to the last couple weeks called like Unexplained or or Unexplainable. Uh. So, like antibiotics, we're like they're like we're slowly making it so they're like they're they're certain um, like viruses and things like that are just becoming a little bit more immune to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're becoming a little bit less and less effective. So they're trying to figure out how to make these things called phages work. So like they they like eat viruses like in the wild. Um, so they're trying to figure out how to like grow these things as like. So, like, each individual thing that's wrong with you would need, like, its own type of phage that would just kind of go in there. It would eat the virus, but it wouldn't do anything else because it's, like, that's all it's, that's all it's designed to do. Uh, and we had research into it back in, like, World War II, but the Nazis and the communists used it. So, it got, like, we just kind of pushed it away because it was like, oh, antibiotics just, just fixes all of it. Right. So we, we don't need this stuff, but like the like the Nazi soldiers had like they would go into the battlefield with them, like uh, like as part of like their medical kit. And so, but like post World War Two, they just didn't want to deal with like the the stigma of like using like Nazi like Russian research, and decided to, yeah, so they just kind of like pushed it away. Hmm. So, but like that seems like that's like the next, like that's like the next post like antibiotic thing is is basically these like designer, like viruses that just only eat other viruses. There's a nonsensical part of my brain that is afraid of all that. Like, what if those things run amok? What if we just create? What if we get rid of those? But what we do is end up creating some super, you know, like what are the unintended consequences? Oh, hundred percent. And that that that's kind of what this is. You know, that's what this is all about. It's like because we don't know a whole bunch about like. You know, it's like how do you, like how do you grow the right ones? How do you find the one that kills a certain thing? But that just leads to more stuff where it's like, oh, it's like as you like find these things, it's like, oh, you can just you can grow and design this thing that will only attack a certain thing in the body. Yeah, and then there's that part of my head, that voice in my head, that's mm-hmm. like, well, you think? Well, yeah, like yeah, which is the part that like. I will admit is there, but then that's when I go out and I talk to you guys, mm-hmm. I talk to Amber, I read stuff, I watch stuff to try to educate myself, mm-hmm. which is why I wasn't afraid of getting the vaccine. Yeah. Even though I, w- I can't lie, there's still a part oh, of my 100%. brain that's like, well, what if there is something? But yeah. it's the same thing as you just, you can't live life without risk. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that I thought was less risky was to get the vaccine. Based on the data that I had, mm-hmm. the if I can be honest, the one I'm not, I don't know enough now is like they just, I think it's kids twelve and older can get the vaccine. Yes, 
and I'm admittedly anxious about like, well, what if they just say everybody a year and older can get the vaccine? I'm admittedly anxious about giving it to my kids, mm-hmm. which like I was not anxious at all. When we first had Nemo, I was like, I should just do my due diligence mm-hmm. and look into the vaccines because some people claim that they're bad for kids. And I looked into them and I was like, well, there doesn't seem to be any evidence to support that. And <laughs> I realized this the other day when uh, I was anxious about a certain person in my life, like wondering why I bothered, like why would I take the risk of getting the vaccine? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ugh, I can't remember exactly what I read. And it's like, I realized in the moment, like, oh, no, wait, I know that when I decided to get the vaccine, I knew, like, I had done the research and I knew it. Mm -hmm. The fact that months later I don't remember it Mm -hmm. is fine because it's not, it's not my job to remember that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need to study it every day for weeks and weeks and weeks Mm -hmm. until it becomes, like, until I've memorized it. Yeah. I, I studied it, not even studied, but I, you know, looked into it and read about it and watch stuff about it for a while came to the conclusion that i was fine with getting the vaccine and then like that information just slowly is leaving my brain Mm -hmm. so i don't need to like have it on hand always Mm -hmm. so if somebody asked me that like i was just like oh that's like a perfectly reasonable explanation in my opinion is like what i wouldn't just do it Mm absent-mindedly exactly the details of it I can't remember right now, you know, give me a few weeks and I can explain it to you. Yeah. Uh, And that's how I feel about the vaccines with my kids originally is like with Nemo, it was like, well, I'm just going to look into it. And Amber and I both looked into it and we both came to the conclusion like, yep, we're totally fine with it. There are risks because you can have allergic reactions Mm -hmm. to some of them, but it's like very few children do. Uh, and I guess the other part of it could be like, well, there's what about unintended things? Or what about things that we don't know yet? And it's like, yeah, I guess there could be things that we don't know yet, but people have been getting the polio vaccine for ever. Yep. <laughs> for a long time. And yeah, and we also looked into that and we didn't end up doing it. Amber says, I think the big question for us was a different vaccine schedule, so not so many at one time. You had you just have this little thing that seems so mm-hmm. yeah, you guys were you guys you guys heard Trump talk about it. You're like, this guy's got good ideas. That's exactly what it was. Uh, anyway, I it's the same thing now though, where I'm like, what if suddenly they tell me that my kids mm-hmm. are eligible to get it? I'm gonna it's like, I'm going to have to go out and do that again for another few weeks. Mm-hmm. It's like, look at why do, why does the CDC believe it's safe for my kids? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I'm not comfortable. Was it Rhonda Patrick? That doesn't sound right. Don't talk about Rhonda Patrick. What's wrong with Rhonda Patrick? <laughs> she's, she's, she's a babe. She's low-key babe. That's, uh, what, that's what the line from that video is. Th- that's, the, that's the thing. I remember like there was this great like, like the the John Stewart episode, not John Stewart, the um, fuck, uh, the guy on HBO last week tonight with John Oliver. John Oliver, uh, like his whole like his vaccine one, like three or four years ago, like he was talking about how like 
like as a dad, it scares the shit out of him because like you know he's 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 letting his kids like you know. It's, but it's like that's just that's just that's just when your kids get it. their it's, it's your kid getting this thing. It's it, of course you're going to be like hesitant and afraid, but you're trusting like people smarter than you to basically tell you that like it's it's okay. When your kids first get that their their first shot, they're still so fragile mm-hmm. and so vulnerable seeming that I mean, and they are that. Yeah. It's just terrifying to think of putting anything in their body mm-hmm. besides mm-hmm. like milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but yeah, like you're 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 just trusting people that are smarter than you. Okay, Amber, that I do remember somebody talking about it. I didn't remember that it was Rhonda Patrick. Um, but yeah, like you're just trusting people that are smarter than you and you trust and you're like, okay, like this person, you know, like these these people say it's okay. This is like this is fine. It's 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 I'm still gonna be scared. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I can't explain to you why I felt like it was fine to get the vaccine mm-hmm. anymore. We all know that I have the best memory out of all of our friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I do not have the best memory of all of our friends. So, you know, not shockingly to anybody, I can't remember what my justifications were, but I know that they were there. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I, I made the decision consciously. It was just, it was an interesting thing to me where I, there's, why am I being weird about it or obtuse know. about it? My dad, I'm just anxious about talking to my dad and like, you know, he's on that whole, like, who's that fuckhead that was on Alec Baldwin's dumbass podcast? John F. Kennedy Jr., I think. <laughs> he's like on that. He's like, well, people, we just don't know. We there. I mean, there's only the polio vaccine's only been around for what blah, 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 blah. And it's like, bro, I don't yeah, remember. We cured I, polio. I'm not retired. I don't have all day, every day to read about it. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, that was my whole thing is like. I was just thinking about it in my head like I don't know I don't remember exactly what made what the things were that made me feel comfortable but I know that I felt comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Like if you really actually want to know and you don't want to just spout your dumb political bullshit at me mm-hmm. give me a month I'll put together everything and then come back. Mm-hmm. But you you don't actually care you just want to spout your dumb bullshit. Yeah. So whatever. Exactly. But that, so I, that, I just keep reminding myself with that with my kids because I feel like there's going to come a point where they're like, yep, children two and over can get it, which mm-hmm. both my kids are in now. And I'm going to be like, well, I don't want to give my kids the shot. Do we know enough about it? Blah, blah, blah. And then I'm just going to have, I'm going to have to remind myself like, okay, go back and read more about it and read why they think it's safe. And, and then, yeah, you do have to, you're, you're basically, you're taking a leap of faith that like, that these these people aren't idiots <laughs> like the like that like these scientists that who that have like devoted their entire lives to this thing uh are not just like oh yeah fuck it just give it to kids now well and you have to you have to trust that they they understand the weight of oh, their you don't, think, you don't think there's so many parents that are making this vaccine well they, like, under, they yeah they right understand they understand that. the weight of their words yeah uh, and that, you know, it was one thing where like, if I had, let's, okay. When I was working at a diner realty, mm-hmm. I was working at a diner realty and there was some, I can't think of an example, but there was a thing where I was like, yeah, it's probably fine. And I would just say like, yeah, it's probably fine over the phone or whoever I was talking about. Like, 
I could just assume like, yeah, it's probably okay, mm-hmm. whatever. But when I was working at Cornerstone with people's kids, I was very aware that like I could never, I could never do that. I couldn't make assumptions. Mm-hmm. I was also very aware that like when we did training on uh, EpiPens and how to effectively use them, like I couldn't, you know, it wasn't like a Best Buy meeting. I couldn't half pay attention. Yeah. Like I had to really actually legitimately understand how to use it because there might come a time where, and this is before I had kids and I still understood it. Like there might come a time where somebody's child is in my care mm-hmm. and I have to give them an EpiPen. You know, it wasn't like CPR training that you would get where like you're just never going to, like did we have to do CPR training in college or high school or something like that? Probably. I think I feel like I did it in high school. I remember doing CPR training at a point where like I didn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, all right, I'm just going to get through this and and get my certificate. But then I when we did like CPR training for children and like children under 2 mm-hmm. or under 1, I like I asked questions when I was confused. I paid the most attention. Mhm. Uh, because it was like really in my mind, it was like, I, like there are other people's kids and it was like, if I ever had a question about how a kid was or anything like that, it was like, well, I need to ask somebody who knows or ask their parent, like, Mm -hmm. and so I I just have to believe, like I said, there's no, you can't live life without risk, but I have to take a leap of faith that the people who are researching and making these decisions and making these decisions are doing it in that same way. Like I have to. And they might have to do it in a way that like, this is going to like fuck some people up, mm-hmm. but it's like statistically such a small number that it is worth the risk for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that they've done enough research to say like, we don't think there's going to be any unintended long-term consequences. Mm-hmm. And I think those two things can get fucked up in your head when you have companies like Monsanto, who I think Monsanto has been like found guilty of stuff in India. Could probably. Look that up. But when you have other companies who are like, here, 3M in our own state mm-hmm. uh, had the forever chemicals when they made like Scotch Garden shit that they dumped in Woodbury and Cottage Grove and now our water is unsafe to drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think you have, you have shit like that and it's just not the same. Like 3M doesn't, they don't have the same kind of mindset. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, like it's not to say that like a company like like Pfizer isn't like isn't a company and they want to make a profit. Uh but it's the individuals, it, right? What do you mean? Well, the people who are the the people who work for Pfizer. Oh yeah, it, but yeah, it's not like there wasn't like some like it's it's I'm, I don't, I don't want to say every chemical engineer that worked at 3M is somehow evil. No, for sure you're <laughs> right. Sorry, I read my, my, Javin's comment inviting Ramona to our next meeting to fully capture Adam's attention. That will backfire because I will only pay attention to Ramona. Mm-hmm. I haven't uh, gotten to see Ramona in months. But so it's like I yeah, mean, so like want to see her. So like it has to be, has to be Pfizer. It has to be tested. It has to go to the FDA. It's Wait, what's go, it's wrong go with to the Moderna? CDC. I'm just picking this company. I'm just picking sure. one company. Okay. Um, and then that's it. Like so, it, like it, there's all these hurdles it has to cover. Where yeah, like a corporation like 3M, they just wanted to like make a quick buck and they're like oh we can just shove this over here well and i th- i don't know enough about the 3m thing i don't think they lied about yeah like there, there might have just but been there, so new science when like, you look at the tobacco industry what was the movie that they made with russell Crowe? the informant the informant yeah they were wilf they were willfully or what was the movie that they just made about the nfl and concussions 
concussion, I think. Is, what is it's it called, called a concussion? Yeah. Uh, did I say Will Smith? Or Tell the truth. Okay. Tell the truth. All of a sudden, I got worried. That I said my, Will Forte, and I was like, Will it's Smith. definitely not Will Forte in that movie. That was my Will Smith as African man impersonation. It's pretty good. It was, it was fine. All right. It wasn't bad. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, you have things like that where there are there are examples of companies or organizations covering up something that's atrocious. Yeah. Uh, and I think you can get those things conflated in your head. Yes. And people will also, um, people will go out and they'll read things online they'll, and they'll do, and they'll do research. And then they also forget that they didn't go to college for biochemical engineering and they just assume that they're like, they just understand everything they're reading. And so it's like, they're just like, oh yeah, I get like, like they'll like they, they're not like, I, I would not consider myself smart enough to just sort of like read a bunch of stuff and just like, know like I would have to have people tell me because like, like, cause like I, I can be, I can read me like, oh, well this thing says this, but it's like, how do I understand that? Right. <laughs> you don't, you just have somebody tell you that RNA is messenger, like a, you know, yeah. an RNA messenger and that it just, just does this thing evaporates into your body. Okay. Perfect. And you're like, okay, well I have to take that. On an assumption that you're not lying. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's a thing. And, it, and there's not a Microsoft chip in here that's going to make me want adrenochromes or something. I mean, I don't... I do want adrenochromes real bad. I'm a hundred... <laughs> I've spent all of our money on adrenochromes. What the fuck is an adrenochrome? That's the uh, that's the thing that the, uh, the QAnon people think that the left elite in Hollywood are scaring the children to eat, to drink their blood, to get the uh, adrenaline. That's the basis of all of. Wait, all. is this why Bill Gates is getting divorced? Yeah, dude. Do you know how annoying my newsfeed is? Because we work in tech, so I read stuff about tech. Mm-hmm. Like in the morning when I'm having my coffee, I look like, oh, Microsoft Teams has this thing, and then you'll—it's such clickbaity bullshit. It's like Microsoft Teams implementing one thing that's going to change the office forever, and then you click on it, and you're like, no, it won't. Oh, Fuck off. Oh, it's a save feature. Yeah, like <laughs> go away. Uh, uh, that, that, that's like the. Best. But because I click on those things, yeah. my newsfeed mm-hmm. is. Filled with Bill and Melinda Gates getting divorced. I'm like, I don't I don't give a fuck. I don't care at all. He hung out sometimes with Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. That, I don't Yeah, it's it's but yeah, that, that that's the basis of that's 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 the original start of QAnon stuff is what, the what is? is the adrenochrome uh celebrity uh leftist elite celebrity vampires drinking the blood of children. So that that that's that's where it all stems from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, there was Rolo a. just said more volcano gifts. Yeah. Pizzagate shit. Uh, like that's like, that's where they were keeping the children. Um, right. I know what Pizzagate is. What does that have to do with volcano gifts? Oh, it doesn't. Oh, okay. No, no. Um, so, oh God. Now I got what I was going to say. No. Adrenochrome. I don't know. Pizzagate or something. Who knows? You were getting all riled up. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I derailed you. Uh, but yeah, it's I a, haven't paid any attention to the QAnon. No, yeah, like I, I have like a I have like a tertiary understanding of like the the you base. Love that word. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> of like of kind of the base like stuff, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't want to give it like the like the the pure amount of it like the time I got of day. you now, Rolo. Uh, so yeah, I'll pass on that. <sighs> um. 
Oh, that's right. I was going to say, yeah. So there was a, uh, uh, like Tim Heidecker and, uh, oh, fuck, his name's not Neil Hamburger. Like his, his actual name, I can't remember. Uh, they have their movie review show where Tim plays a super far right leaning, like, uh, character. And the other guy is just like a, a guy that loves movies and wants to review them and acts like he knows everything about movies. Uh, and they do like a Oscar special every year. And so like there was, there was always this, this rumor that like the, the FBI was going to raid the Oscars and arrest all these people because they had them all in one room and they could just get them all. And so like, so like during like their live Oscar special, like Tim just came, was just waiting for it. Having, he was, you know, he's just eating it up and it just never happened. Uh, but yeah, like that was that was that was one of the conspiracy theories at one point was that the, the FBI was going to raid the Oscars one year. What a fucking weird and, thing! And, and arrest them all. Like, especially like, imagine if these people put their their energy towards shit that actually happens, like sex trafficking, or well, that's the, the but, shit that Epstein was actually doing. Well, that 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 that's the problem is that they're conflating this and sex trafficking. What do you mean? So they they. They take the fake thing of celebrities abducting and murdering children for their blood and, and torturing them with actual people horrendous ab- shit. Like abducting and like child sex slavery. Like they, they think of them as the same thing. So they're fighting it over here on the imaginary front. Yeah, but why not fight it on the real front? Because they think that is the real front. But why? That's what I don't because get. they they because they've been convinced that somehow it's a real thing. It all goes back to anti-Semitism and how like people used to think that like Jews used to drink the blood of children. It's 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 all of this stuff is just based in like weird old anti-Semitism. It's based in weird old anti-Semitism. Why do you think that? Because it is like that. Like that's like, (laughs) but but like because that's that's the old like that's the uh, the original like anti-Semitic thing is that they were like you know they were attacking children and like drinking their blood because they were vampires. Really, I didn't know that. Oh, it's that's like centuries old stuff with what that was one of the fucking craziest things i saw when uh there was like a statistic of hate to be fair i saw a graph okay uh i didn't look into any chart like what what bars bar graph i didn't look into anything of like anything behind this but it just it was showing like hate crimes in america Mm -hmm. and like the the groups that they're the most against. And at the time it was like Asian Americans, mm-hmm. black Americans, mm-hmm. and then Jewish Americans was number three. And I was like, how the, f- that's fucking crazy. It, it, there, there was the interesting the thing. Jewish Americans are number three. Way back. Like there was a point where it like switched hard, like with like the, um, um, like the area nation and stuff like that to being like, um, going after, uh, like like black people because they couldn't like it became harder to go after Jewish Americans so they switched in like in in like in like the early Wait, 19th what? century so like like uh, like all of the hate groups that mm-hmm. is, that exist in our country uh, have basically they like they've they've switched ethnicities that they've concentrated on over the years depending on who's easier to go after like whoever whoever gets more protection under the law they go after the weaker one and so it became harder to like persecute and attack one so they just switch it up and they're like and they start blaming this other group for all the problems in the world and going after them instead bizarre because it's all fictitious nonsense but so yeah so that's uh phages 
they attack viruses. <laughs> <laughs> I like Javin's comment. Clinton's posing for pictures with Epstein equals secret child murder meeting. Mm-hmm. Trump posing for pictures with him equals secret plan to bring Epstein down from the inside. Yep. Yeah, that, that they that's the crazy like of all this stuff. It that's the craziest thing to me that this known sexual pervert deviant horrible man Trump is somehow the inside man for the government in all these things. And like he's no no he's there. To take them all when down. When you say known sexual pervert deviant, are you just referencing the, the like, grab, uh, grab him by the pussy? That and like the number of like sexual assault cases that are like, oh. that have been like pending against him over the years. Okay. Like multiple women have sued him for sexual assault. I did not know that. Yeah. That's gross. <laughs> yes. Man. That's... And there's, there's, oh, last thing. This is, just, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Because uh, they, they were always, there's like, I'll say rumors like just because like you know has never been like proven but like he because like like he ran like Miss Universe um, and all those like those those pageants like those were like like he was like the, the backer for all those things mm-hmm. and like one of them was like Miss Teen like like Miss Teen World or whichever one um, and they were there would always be rumors of like like he would like he would just wander backstage at them like into the dressing rooms during the shows yeah I don't know if that's true, but in my mind, I'm like, I could picture him doing that. I obviously don't know what it's like to be a sociopath, but I... Apparently, it's super fun, because you just you just do whatever you want. You just have no... That would make me... I don't know. The Shark idea tank. of making anybody uncomfortable or... I don't like it. No, it, it hurts it's, me to my core. It's one of the reasons that the past three weeks, what we've been doing at work is so hard for all of us, mm-hmm. is because it's like... What you want to tell all these teachers who are justifiably anxious about wow. So number five with a bullet is scatter points for. Hold on, let me finish my point, and then Go I'm going to ask about that because I don't know what that means. But one of the things you want to tell all the teachers who are complaining, and there's, I mean, most of the teachers are awesome mm-hmm. about it, but the teachers who are complaining, you want to be like, listen, man. I want to do this in whatever way is best for you. Mm-hmm. But like we kind of don't have a choice and I don't want to keep laying out why. Yeah. If it was up to me, I would do this in whatever way makes you the happiest. Mm-hmm. I don't like I it that's what's so uncomfortable for all of us. It's like we are people pleasers mm-hmm. and we we like we want to make you happy and mm-hmm. so you telling us that like we're bad hurts us in our soul. Yeah. And so, yeah, the idea of just going around and making people uncomfortable and not giving a fuck is like, yeah, I just, I cannot understand that psychology. It's, it's unfathomable. It's just like last night, Amber and I were watching the show and they were playing Pink Floyd in it. And I was just like, oh, it's such a good song. Uh, uh, it was shine on your crazy diamond. Mm. It was just going and I was just like, oh, this part. And then I looked at Amber and I was like, this does nothing for you. Cause she was looking at her phone and she looked at me and she's like, what? And I was like. Like, you don't care about this at all? And she's like, no. It just doesn't. And I was like, man, I don't get that at all. Mm-hmm. And it's not like that. It doesn't matter. It's not, there's not a right or wrong there, but it was like, I don't, I don't get that. I don't get how you're just not moved to movement by mm-hmm. it. Like, okay. So let's catch up here. Javin says is the next top five di- top is the ne- Jesus Christ is the next list top five Dan words. 
no. No. And then Rolo says, can we do a top five chart type? No. And then Javin says, fuck scatter plots. That's a chart type. In Ah, whoa. Katie's got strong feelings about oh, scatter yeah. plots. My number one would be uh, the this one. Venn diagram? Yeah. Thank you. I'll go pie chart because it has the word pie in it. <laughs> Rolo, Adam, you were describing every single time a metal song plays in this house. You threw ice cream away? I did it one time. Oh, I'm really close to the camera. I didn't realize I was that close when I was reading. Uh, no, <laughs> it's just that like a forever joke between Amber and I. One of the first dates we ever went on, we went to the Grand Old Creamery. Mm-hmm. And I don't like ice cream that much. And they give you so Are much. You sure? Yeah. We had ice cream all the time. Huge bowls of it. We did? You do it in your life. Yeah. You 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 were you were like super excited for like the last like two months because you were eating a homemade oh Amber's ice cream. Amber's homemade ice cream no Amber literally told me she was like I knew the way to get you to like ice cream was to put marshmallows in it <laughs> and she was right <laughs> hold on, hold because because none of you are wrong but I don't like ice cream that much mm-hmm. just straight ice cream mm-hmm. uh. I just, Wade's right. I just eat it to impress you guys. Makes sense. With how much I can eat because that's an impressive thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like ice cream by itself, but like ice cream with the cone mm-hmm. is really good. I need like, I need a combination flavor. Like just ice cream mm-hmm. is too much for me. Sure. Does that make sense? So we went to the Grand Old Creamy and they give you this fuck, just this insane amount of ice cream. Yeah. And I ate a little bit of it and then I was like, I can't eat all this ice cream. So I dumped a portion of it into the garbage mm-hmm. so that I could eat ice cream and cone at the same time because that's what I actually want. Mm-hmm. And Amber was like, it was like the second date we'd ever been on. She's like, you just throw away ice cream? You're like, yeah, I'm rich. <laughs> I was like, I just, I don't like it enough to eat it on its own. Then when Amber and I, like years later, when Amber and I lived by the Grand Old Creamery, they had an ice cream for a while called Marshmallow Man. Oh, yeah. I remember and that I loved it. Mm-hmm. It was just vanilla ice cream with marshmallows in it. Mm-hmm. And I would get it, and they had those bowls that were the, yeah. the cake cone. Mm-hmm. I would get it with that, and I would eat all of it. It was so good. And so Amber one time was making homemade ice cream, and she was like, I made it with chocolate chips and ice cream. You should try it. And I was like, holy shit, this is really good. And then, yeah. So then I also have this peanut butter cereal that I love from Kashi. So I put peanut butter cereal and marshmallows on ice cream, and now I love it. It's really good. Yeah. So that's why, and Amber is right. She says he's on an ice cream kick right now. He goes through phases. And then she also says I would have eaten both of ours. (laughs) Rolo, I don't like it. I just eat it all the time. I don't like like ice cream by itself. Mm -hmm. Uh but the ice cream that I've been having lately where it's a bowl of ice cream with peanut butter cereal and marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And then Amber's right. I get obsessed with stuff. I'll get obsessed with a thing and I'll do it yeah. every day or, or every weekend mm-hmm. or like for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, yeah. And then I just won't anymore. Yeah, caught you to Pepe. 
Exactly. Gotcha, Pepe. Where I am. <laughs> At the beginning of the pandemic, I had Cacho de Pepe every day <laughs> for just <laughs> fucking crushing noodles. It had to be like two months. <laughs> I would make it every day for lunch because we were working from home, mm-hmm. and it was super easy and delicious. It was like comfort food. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a perfect example. I haven't had Cacho de Pepe in a year? six months, a year, <laughs> but I was eating it every day. That's a perfect example. Okay, we're using ramen noodles for that. Yes. Yeah. It was the mythical kitchen recipe for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I just, I didn't, he used the ramen packet. I didn't like it that way. Yeah. I would just make cacio de pepe. Uh, cashews and peppers. That's not cacio de pepe. Are you just telling me that should be my next obsession? Yeah. How? Are, what's going on with the wild game, Jeff? Are you watching it? I can see cashews and peppers. I could see that being like a, like a, a very good, um, like Vietnamese dish. Well, we eat all the time. We have, uh, Bell peppers. Mm-hmm. I think they're called capsium, actually. Like their actual name. Okay. Something like that. But you know what a bell pepper yeah. is, a sweet pepper. We have bell peppers, chicken, and cashew. Okay. It's delicious. You have it with rice. It's fantastic. Cashew chicken. Oh. Uh, cacio de pepe is a Italian dish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is buttered noodles with pepper pepper and parmesan cheese mm-hmm. you make the noodles and then you throw the noodles in a pan with a f- lot of butter mm-hmm. and you save some of the because the the water after you boil noodles has a lot of starch in it pasta water's gold uh or potato water's gold mm-hmm. and you take a little of the water and you just sl- slowly throw it in with the noodles and pepper and you stir it in until it gets like really creamy because the starch emulsifies with the butter mm-hmm and you can't see my hand motion it thickens it a little bit it emulsifies with the butter and it thickens it and then at the very end you throw a bunch of parmesan cheese on it Mm -hmm. and a fuckload of pepper and it's like the best Mm -hmm. it's the best yeah it's so good i'm gonna put it in chat now oh it's very good uh i am a fan and when when quarantine first started i was eating it like every day for lunch because i was paranoid about food and that we weren't going to be able to get any. Mm-hmm. So I ordered a fuck ton of ramen, and I had all these ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you had like those six wheels of Parmesan upstairs. And we were able to get a bunch of Parmesan cheese, mm-hmm. you know, craft Parmesan cheese, and I would just make it every day because it was delicious and filling, and, and it was. It was just comfort food. Yeah, 100%. Mythical Kitchen Cacio e Pepe. I'm going to link it in chat. It's already queued up to that point because I love it. Uh, do yourself a favor and go make it unless you're vegan, in which case. You still could. Uh, yeah, you just have to use a vegan cheese. Yep. Do they have a vegan Parmesan cheese? Or is there like a vegan butter? Do you have to do something for butter too? There you go. Go make that. Follow Mythical Kitchen too. They're great. Oh, yeah. You'd have to use vegan butter mm-hmm. uh, and vegan cheese like I, i've seen people make vegan um dang i can't think of the one that has no no cream in it but it's just all eggs and parmesan cheese well eggs aren't vegan no i know but there's a way you can make it with like something that's not eggs oh what is that i know where you use raw egg yes yeah, it's, it's yeah you're just mixing eggs that's also cheese. really good what oh, the yeah. fuck is that called 
can't think of the name of that it's pasta. It's noodles, eggs, and cheese. And, and like a fatty bacon, like a pancetta. Yeah. Or like a... Uh, I've also done... I, I uh, cut like, a, like a pancetta. I'm, I'm just always getting pancetta. I cut up a bunch of uh, pork belly mm-hmm. and fried it till it was really crispy. And then I put that on top of cacio Carbonara. Thank Carbonara, you. Carbonara, yeah. Um, another really good one. I can't think of the name of it, but it's Japanese. Is you get white rice, mm-hmm. like steaming hot, and then you crack an egg into it. Mm-hmm. And you stir, you slowly turn the egg in it. And the rice basically cooks the egg, but it doesn't scramble it. Yeah. It just makes the rice super creamy. Mm-hmm. And then you just take a little, tiny little bit of soy sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh. I, think, I think it's like omo rice. Is that what it is? I think, I think it's called omo rice. And then you chop up, uh, you know, green onion and you just sprinkle green onion on there. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. I, I watched an episode. Of, I got a pee. Uh, you tell the story. Yeah, of uh, there's a show. I think it started on BuzzFeed at one point called uh, called Worth It Eats, where they go, they try to like three different foods. Uh, or like the same food at three different price points, um, you know, like to decide if it's worth it or not. And they went to, they did eggs in Japan. And like the first one was like these little scramble egg things that you can get everywhere. Uh, the second one was like this omu rice. <laughs> so maybe that's not the same thing. Uh, it was like this like kind of creamy scrambled egg over over a fried rice with like a like a demi glace, um, and the last one was just like super expensive like handbred chickens. Handbred, they're all there's chickens. Uh, where this guy kind of took certain traits that he that he knew he liked, and he made these and he bred these chickens, um, and you would basically just eat the egg raw over rice like you would just crack it over rice and just eat it what just, is this uh eggs in japan okay they, they they eat more eggs than any other place in the world per capita really they yeah i forget the numbers but they yeah they i think if I'm not mistaken, they can they consume more eggs per capita than any other um, any other country on the planet, and they eat a shit ton of eggs. I love eggs, uh, but yeah, like they this uh, this show basically had like three different egg dishes at um, three different price points, and the last one was like this kind of uh, not niche egg, but they, this guy like bred a bunch of chickens together okay. to kind of get this this egg that he liked. Sure. Um, uh, it was literally just this fucking this monster egg with this like amazing like color yolk and yeah like they just they just bought like this half dozen for Christ it was probably like a couple hundred bucks something like that um, and yeah it was just it wasn't even like hot rice because you weren't even like cooking the egg it was cracking the egg just raw over um over this good white rice it's really pretty and just kind of like mixing it a little bit into the rice and just um and just eating it that way uh because they, they like they don't have to worry about like because like since i was just about to bring this up they don't have to worry about salmonella and all this other stuff because like they're they're eating like they're, they're raising the chickens in a certain way and they're right so it, like they 
salmonella yeah. is like i want to say it's like almost been eliminated in japan like it's not an issue there yeah it's, it's yeah so I, I but also there's an episode of no reservations i think we've talked about it before where he goes to a place in japan and they eat chicken rare and it's because the guy the guy raises them all himself was it, was it chicken pate like it, i forget how the chicken was served no reservation no it's like a rare chicken uh, Japan, Toriki Chicken Yakitori. Celebrity chefs are eating raw chicken sashimi. Is it safe? This is an article from two oh, seven. sashimi. Okay, so it says just, just thinly sliced chicken. But it's like raw chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, additionally, Anthony Bourdain tried a similar dish in 2008 episode of No Reservations, eating chicken yakitori which was lightly seared on the outside but still very pink in the center okay most often referred to as chicken sashimi or chicken tartar raw chicken is served on some menus though you'd be hard-pressed to find it on any old neighborhood establishment by last count the specialty is offered at only a few select spots in the country uh oh ipuku in berkeley california is perhaps the best known so you can get it in the u.s because you know, like 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 that's kind of uh, the thing. It's like it's like when they changed the temperature at which pork had to be served. In July, Japan's Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare warned that food poisoning is a serious risk of eating raw chicken and asked restaurants to reevaluate preparation practices, requesting chicken meat be cooked to seventy-five degree internal temperature before it's served. Uh, story continues. Not worth reading more. If you want to go read about it, that's basically. But yeah, that's like uh, so. So, so it's not pork this, is one thirty-five here, I think. Like you, yeah, you you can now instead of pork having to be like white the whole way through, you yeah you can um you can eat pork at like medium rare. It's better that way. Oh yeah, but like like but like that that's within like the last decade that that was even like well because they've they've completely from farm raised pork they've yeah. completely eliminated trichinosis. Like wild boar, no fuck, cook the fuck out of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Wallet Beef says, I saw a guy on a hoarder show eat chicken rare, and he lived in Atlanta, so it's done here, too. What's the, what's the, we talked about this before on the podcast. There's like, it's around Easter or some shit where there's something that, it was like in Minnesota, in Wisconsin. What did they eat rare? It was like cannibal something. It was just, it was ground beef. Just rare ground beef. Yep. I've had steak tartare. Yes. That's ground beef. Kind of. Or not ground beef. That's that, like, that's the thing. It's like it's like ground sirloin or something. Or like that's where it gets kind of weird because it's like how, how much do you trust? Like if you were to go to Cub and get like a like a pound of ground beef, you know, off of the, you know, out of the out of the out of the the, the cooling, you know, out of the out of the cooling chest, like yeah, I've I'm, had. I'm, I'm not I'm not eating like raw ground beef from like Cub. I didn't make it myself, but I've had steak tartare, and this says, traditionally, steak tartare is a dish made from raw beef or horse, which has been chopped by hand using a nice knife or cleaver. It is usually served with onions, yes. capers, peppers, Worcester sauce, and other seasonings, often presented in to the dinner separately to be added for taste. I had it where it came; it was like little pieces of hard toast. Because they, they, like that's that you like, that's like steak you chop up though. But that's what I'm saying. It's not ground beef. Yeah, it's ground like. But but it's, but they Steak. do it. They do it. They they get it. They right. get a good cut of beef, and they. Um, I think it also has raw egg with it. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll serve it with raw egg. Well, like in, mixed into mm-hmm. it. Uh, I've also 
had steak black and blue, which is a great way to have a steak if you've never had it. Yeah. It doesn't appeal to me, but yeah. Uh, Rolo says, I worked with a guy at Broadway who ate ground beef all the time. Not sure his medical status today. I assume you mean raw ground beef. Because I eat ground beef all the time, but I cook it. Yeah. Depends on the temp of the cooling chest, too. I don't know what Makes that sense. means. Well, I, I, I said, well, I was talking about like the, you know, taking the uh, ground beef from from cub from their cooling chest. <laughs> okay, I get it now. Because that's the thing. It's like it's like you're getting you're getting the steak tartare <laughs> from the restaurant. Yeah. You you trust they got a good cut of steak. They put it in a fridge. They kept it well. I don't trust the stock boy a cub with my life with him properly storing and them doing a good job of like from like factory chest. Yeah. With the cooling chest. No, I, I do not trust. I do not trust ground the, beef. at The cub. stock boy. Yeah. Fuck him. I'll eat a steak, uh, medium rare from cub though. Oh, hundred percent. But that's, that's a different story. <sighs> I really want a medium. Gra- rare steak like, I, there's something about the way that like ground beef is, it's like, gonna be allergy season for Joe. Like the like the way they prepare ground beef with like you know like the way it, there must be something in that process that makes it a little bit more susceptible to uh to like a salmonella. What is it? Salmonella. It's they always, not salmonella they always, they always in ground beef. Is it? What is it in ground beef that'll I, fuck you up? I keep. I, I'm not really sure. But I yeah. I don't is it know. No, I, I think it's pigs. Is trichinosis. Okay. Um. But yeah, because it's. Whenever they reference that stuff, it's always make sure you cook ground beef to such and such temperature. So, like, they always reference it like ground beef. So, there must be I something eat, in the way that it's like made and stored that makes it more susceptible. I to want a burger to be medium, unless it's like ground up steak. I do medium well. You do medium well? I'll just do medium. Ground up steak that then is a burger I'd eat rare or uh, medium rare. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Wallaby says, German cooking guy I watch eats the identical thing as the Wisconsin cannibal sandwiches all the time. Raw ground beef or pork plus raw onion, lots of pepper on a slice of crispy bread. I'll tell you the truth. With the the United States ground pork, I would try it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't try it with ground beef, but ground pork in, in the U.S., I would try ground pork with raw onion, pepper on a slice of bread. I'm not I, saying I'd eat it all the time, but I would try it. He like, well, the thing is like, again. It, Night, Rolo. If you're getting, Love you too. If you're getting a pork chop and grinding yourself, I'd be more. I'd be more comfortable with it. Sure. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Mostly, like I just don't trust. The I get the distinction you're making. Yeah. I'm saying if I went to a restaurant and they were offering it, and they were, you know, it was like a uh, Charlie Trotter or something, some mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Yeah, not not Applebee's pork tartare. Right, some crazy restaurant where they're like sending one of their head chefs out to a farm to inspect where they're getting their pork from. Sure. Yeah. Or yeah, if I just got a, if I went to Whole Foods and picked up a pork chop from the butcher and then mm-hmm. ground it myself mm-hmm. with a bunch of onions and pepper, it doesn't sound bad to me. Like we didn't get into it. I, I inadvertently. We didn't I, I, get into the Rob's random topic. I talked about antibiotics for three seconds and then it never stopped. That's what I love about it. It just goes. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Like an actual yeah, butcher, I know. Right. For sure. Um, I kind of trust the Whole Foods butcher. 
Like if I go to the Whole Foods butcher and I get a, you know, I get a uh, like a porterhouse or something, I'll eat that pretty rare. Yeah, I I'd probably even trust like the the Cub Foods butcher. I've like, also like, eaten some Cub Food steaks pretty rare, where like I didn't get it cooked enough, and so was Amber for that fat for that matter. Like it was just like I should have cooked it probably a minute or two longer, and both of us are just like hungry and we're like ah fuck it. And like nothing, you know, Yeah, I, that doesn't, that's not like saying you should do that all the time or anything, but it was just like nothing bad has come from that. And we've done it more than once. Yeah. My, my, my hang up is, is, is I think purely with the, the pre ground meat. No, I get that. Yeah. So that, that, that that's, where but I'm what at. I was just going to say is there is, this is going to, this sounds insane. Okay. Uh, but only insane because I'm picturing it like if Katie's listening to the podcast, who's a vegetarian, it's I feel like, like when I think of it, I'm like, this probably sounds totally nuts. But raw meat has a distinct flavor over cooked meat. Yeah. It's one of the reasons that I think I wouldn't do it all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm particular about where I would do it. But a black and blue steak mm -hmm. is really good because the flavor of cooked meat over the raw meat is different. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's not one is better than the other. Although like a medium rare steak is always going to be better than a medium well steak. Yes. Like if you, if you're cooking a steak over a medium rare, in my opinion, you're ruining it. Yes. I'm, that's just my opinion. But there's just a flavor of raw meat that, like, I could see that ground pork with onion and pepper on a hard piece of bread. Mm -hmm. Like, a, what's it called? Like a ciabatta? Is that a bread? No, that's a that's a bun. No, a ciabatta is a, a a type of bread, but that's not like a that's not like a a toasted like. I think it's thinking like a, you're thinking like a, like a crostini. How what what's her star rating though? Is it like one out of two stars? Oh yeah, I'm surprised it's in one star, not zero stars. Yeah. Churrascaria. Uh, here's what I would do. I would take when I make my own sourdough bread. Sure. Uh, the the like last third of that mm -hmm. bread when it's starting to get hard, mm -hmm. you got to toast it all the time. Yeah. I would take that a one out of ten. That sounds about right. It's not a zero though. No. Uh, you cut. I don't know why I'm explaining that you cut it. Okay. So we you, cut the we cut you, into slices. You cut it Step and you one. put it in the toaster. Perfect. Step one: pick bread. Okay. Do you, go, um, do you like hit the button or do you just place it in the you, toaster? Well, there's no button, but it's like a plunger. Oh, perfect. There's perfect. a little, yeah. Anyways, you toast the bread and then you have the ground pork. I wouldn't do it with ground beef. Even if I got a steak and ground it up myself, I don't think I'd do that. But ground pork, I probably would with raw onion. And then on my own sourdough bread, mm -hmm. that, sound, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, like, I'm not going to go out and do it, but I would try it. And I think I would like it. Yeah, I I'm I I, <laughs> I like that image. <laughs> well, if you says slicing, pff, I make a sandwich just torn off, just with torn off wads, just ah. ripping bread like Robin Hood. Just kind of putting peanut butter on. Or the wait, weird. what did we discover? He actually was eating, and I thought it was bread my whole life. He was eating like a melon or something. I don't even remember. Yeah, I barely remember that movie. Was that in Prince of Thieves? Yeah. He's the Prince of Thieves. Matt's got strong opinions on ketchup. You like ketchup? Like, are you a big fan of ketchup? Um, I'm trying to think of like 
I I own a bottle with ketchup in it. What do you have it on? But I don't put it on anything. It's there for you guys. I don't have it. It's, it's, we it's, have we have ketchup it's, it's, on our. It's there because people wanted ketchup in my house so much. I'm like, fine, I'll buy ketchup. That's how I feel. So, bef- I mean, Nemo likes ketchup and Aurora likes ketchup because they're kids. Yeah, you put it on everything. Uh, but Amber's sister puts it on everything. Mm-hmm. And before we all had kids, her and her husband would come over, and I'd make because I love making food for people. I'd make dinner all the time, and they'd come over. Uh, man, I miss that. I mean, <laughs> I love my kids, but I also miss not having kids and just having people over and making them dinner and hanging out until two in the morning and mm-hmm. just shooting the shit. Yeah. But they would come over and Amanda would get upset because we didn't have ketchup in our fridge. And I'd be like, I made you a perfect steak. Mm-hmm. What the fuck do you want ketchup for? It's sacrilege. Yeah. Uh, but we would bu- I would buy ketchup and just keep it in the fridge for her because I don't think ketchup ever goes bad, right? Ketchup never goes bad. <laughs> it might. There is vinegar in it, but I'm sure it probably can. I use, so when I was 14, I had a bag of ketchup explode on me mm-hmm. at Burger King and ketchup in that volume, like it made me gag. It stunk so bad. Uh, and ketchup has just never been the same for me. I can still eat it. Like if I get a burger and there's ketchup on it, mm-hmm. I don't care. I'll eat it. I like to dip my fries in ketchup, just a little bit of ketchup. Mm-hmm. But yeah, how the fuck did I get to catch up? What happened? You were looking at your phone. Oh yeah, I don't so, know. So, so, all, so, so, so at some point, someone says something about ketchup. It's all Javin's fault. Um, but I'm I'm the same as uh, as Schwat. Uh, hot dog. Would I be, don't like ketchup on a hot dog. Hot dog is when I would have ketchup. That's it. What about fries? Because Schwat just said fries too. I guess I eat fries raw. God, I'm so like no no ketchup. I just don't bother dipping. You eat cannibal fries? Yeah, I eat cannibal fries. Uh, so you know like, what a good move is? I know you know this. Like a McDonald's cheeseburger, oh, yeah. and you just smash a bunch of fries on it? Mm-hmm. So Fuck, like, I'm so hungry right now, you guys. Oh, my God. So, like, I'll do that. Like, I'll find myself, um, like, say I was getting, like, a... Let's go get God, McDonald's I haven't done it in a while, but, like, I was, I was eating, like, the like the Burger King chicken fries. They're okay. Like, uh, and I, w- I would take, like... Um, I would take a bite of the chicken fry, and I would, while I was while I was chewing that, just I would just looks I like would, you're blowing dicks. I would throw two fries in my mouth, <laughs> and so I, so I would have like the the chicken fry and the fry in there together. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was great. I love yeah, like taking a Big Mac or a cheeseburger, or quarter pounder. Mm-hmm. Take off the lid. Take off the lid. <laughs> it's a burger lid. Fuck, <laughs> dude! I want to go to McDonald's so bad right now. Put a bunch of fries on there and just... Yeah. But I think what I like more than that is take, get get a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. Huge bite of your Big Mac. Sure. Take a like a, a wad of fries, mm-hmm. bite down the center of that wad, and then mm-hmm. set the other part of the wad of fries down, and then take a big sip of Coke, like get it all, mm. all those flavors mixed together in your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to drive to South Dakota on Saturday, and we might have to stop at McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I used to get, like, this burger from uh, from Famous Dave's. Yeah. Um, And so I'd have, like, their, like, they have, like, their devil spit barbecue sauce. So I'll put, like, I'll, like, put, like, a little bit of that I was so down. afraid of devil spit I would, when I was a kid. I would dip the burger in it, and I also dip the, the fries in it. Uh, but, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I just don't bother with ketchup anymore. 
I so like if I if I if I order a sandwich from or if I order a burger from Five Guys, mm-hmm. I don't put ketchup on it. I put mustard. I love mustard. I'm a good I'm a good German that way. I do I do hot sauce instead now. Yep. Uh, Pat Pat turned me on to jalapenos. The grilled ones, yeah. The grilled jalapenos are fucking ball right there. I place. don't do hot sauce anymore because it gets I so do, sloppy. I do both. But, 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 you also, but you're doing mustard though. Right. So I, I'm just doing hot sauce instead of mustard. The hot sauce got too sloppy for me. Oh, and okay. when Pat turned me on to putting uh, jalapenos on it, and then you recently switched up my favorite pizza mm. because forever my favorite pizza has been pepperoni and mushroom, mm-hmm. which like a fucking good pepperoni and mushroom pizza. Uh, and I realized that I think we talked about this before where Domino's is just the flavor of Domino's no matter what toppings you get on it. Basically, because I wanted a, a pepperoni and mushroom pizza, and I got a Domino's pepperoni and mushroom pizza, and I was like, "This just tastes like a Domino's pizza." Mm-hmm. But if you get like a pepperoni and mushroom pizza from Pino's or yeah. or Rocco, Rocco's, something. something like that, it's so good. But mm-hmm. then recently, I started adding jalapenos to it, and it even makes the Domino's pizza mm-hmm. taste like a unique pizza. So. Jalapenos, pepperoni, and mushroom. Sprinkle a little bit of salt on it. I don't do pe- Katie's uh, pepper trick anymore because I got the jalapenos on there. Mm-hmm. It's fucking amazing. It's so good. Yeah, I, I'm. I'll, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get Rocco's tomorrow. Uh, That's what we should get. We're. I know we're I, getting pizza tomorrow. Maybe I, we should get Rocco's. I, do, I added like pineapple to it. I don't know if I'll do it again. We'll see. It, it's. It's got the. It hits. The, it ticks all the boxes. Then you know you got your. Your uh, like salty, savory, heat, and sweet it gives gives you all of you know. It's the umami you're looking for, whatever that word even means. I don't uh, think that's what umami un- means. Un- unctuous, it's unctuous. There you go. Uh, but yeah, because that's the thing I like a. Uh, I love I love a mushroom on a pizza. I love a, I, love I, love, I love a pepperoni on a pizza. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, um, apparently, like. If you go to like Papa John, like Papa Murphy's or whatever, and you order, you order like a Canadian, it's pepperoni, mushroom, bacon. That's, yeah. that's apparently Canadian style. I'd rather just have the pepperoni, mushroom, and jalapeno. Yeah, I, 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 I especially I love biting into a piece of like jalapeno on a pizza, and it's like, oh shit, this is hot. Like I, I like I like being like because most of the time they're just kind of, they're kind of warm, and they just kind of taste like jalapenos. Very so often you get when it's just like oh, yeah, I love jalapenos. Um, I may, so we, we've just been busy and like, haven't had time to do anything. And so like we're running low on groceries and then also we're going to be gone all weekend. Mm-hmm. So you know how like you kind of eat your food down so you don't have a bunch of stuff sitting around. So yesterday I was just kind of like coming up with something to make for dinner on the fly. And we had two things of mushrooms, just white cap mushrooms, uh, a zucchini. Okay. And then I didn't have any pasta sauce, but I had a can of diced tomatoes. Perfect. And so I chopped up all the mushrooms. So they were full like white cap mushrooms and mm-hmm. I quartered them. So they're like big juicy chunks of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Chopped up the zucchini, fried that up with garlic, olive oil, salt, and pepper, mm-hmm. and then dumped in, you suck. Zucchini is great. Dumped in the can of tomatoes. And like, you know, mushrooms and the zucchini sweat a bunch. So yeah. there's like already a bunch of juices in there. Mm-hmm. Dumped in the tomatoes. I put in oregano, fennel, uh, like ground uh, red pepper, which is essential. Oh, sure. Or yeah. uh, 
like red bell pepper, which is basically what paprika is. Mm-hmm. Um, salt, pepper, and chili flakes. Mm-hmm. And then we ate that over noodles. It was so good. Like everybody devoured it. There was none of it left. And it was just like this random, I was just like, I think this will be good. And it was, it was amazing. This, this, you know, this is gonna, those meaty mushrooms. Like you, you, you have these ideas of like what pasta is when you're a kid. Right. It's like it's spaghetti. It's like, it can only it's be macaroni and cheese. It can only be like these couple things. Right. It's, like, it's like, oh no, you just put whatever the fuck you want on top of noodles. Right. And I, I've, I've discovered these noodles that are, they're made from chickpeas. Okay. They make it with chickpeas and they add in pea protein. So they're packed full of protein. Pea peas. Yeah. PP noodles. PP noodles. <laughs> so you can uh, you can have like a vegetarian meal because we try to have vegetarian meals, but you can have it and still have a bunch of protein. But like those the the when you quarter mushrooms like that mm-hmm. and they're just still that meaty, there's that little crunch to them when you bite into mm-hmm. them. Fuck, I love mushrooms. It was so good. And yeah, it was like, even though it was a little spicy... Like, my kids can sometimes shy away from spicy, but mm-hmm. I put, like, a decent amount of chili flakes in there. Mm-hmm. So, even I felt the spice, which I know means that, like, Amber and the kids are feeling the spice. Yeah. Everybody just chowed it down. And it's, like, there. there's very little that makes me feel better than, like, when I make a dinner mm-hmm. and nobody's talking. Like, everybody's just eating it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, I... And he, I was just saying a second ago, like, even before we had kids, when Amanda and James are, like... I still very vividly remember one of the all-day board day game days. I made you guys ramen. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. It, like, just filled me with joy. Mm-hmm. I love, I like, and I'm, I, like, I like feeding people and I like cooking for people. Mm-hmm. And I remember my dad at one time was, at one point was like, you should be a chef. And I, even as a kid, I was like, I don't like, I, not as a kid, but like a teenager. I was like, I don't like cooking for people I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to cook for people who are going to bitch about, like, you know, some Karen lady. I should stop using that name because there's probably a bunch of sweet Karen. My daycare lady was Karen. She was super nice. But some some bitchy person out there is going to be like, me, me, me. I don't want, like, I don't want to cook for that person, but I love cooking for people. Mm-hmm. And so it just made me feel, I love cooking for people I love. I should finish that sentence. It just made me feel really good that, like, everybody loved that meal. Especially since I just made it up on the flight and it was really good. The week the week after school is out, we're going to that churrascaria. Deal. The one by CHS Field. Deal. So everybody, everybody marked it on your calendars. The week of the how do you bring how do you bring up a, a calendar on this thing? Hold on, you shut up. Uh, tomorrow, Dan and I are going to try to grab a beer. By the way, for anybody who's interested. Yeah. We don't, yeah. It, Probably not until 3.30, 3.45, somewhere in there, but we're going to try to grab a beer at Taproom. Mm-hmm. Calendar. I might also get food. I saw a lady at Taproom last week eating ribs. I really wanted them. Yeah, but I've, I've oh, got, me. Good. I like Wade. I've never uh, I've never gotten their, their barbecue. I'm not sure. There's a place that you and I should go to at some point. It's in Minneapolis. It's called Zen Box, and they, cre- they have ribs made like in a kind of Japanese bar style way. They're really good. Like sticky ribs with like sesame on or something like that. They're almost like juicy ribs okay. and they have like way overcooked onions on it. They're really oh, good. Sure. I, I don't want to describe the them. Scallions. It's very different yeah, yeah. than, uh, than ribs you'd get here. My friend Christian turned me on to him. This place called Zen box. Okay. It's really good. 
Week of the seventh. Man, I gotta see Christian. The, I haven't seen Christian since before the pandemic. Is the Churrascaria. So let's figure out which day Wait, of the week. Wait, say it again. So the week of the seventh. Okay. So let's figure out which day of the week we can get everyone or as many people as possible. Because there's no way we can get everybody. That's just the way it works. There's 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 too many of us to try and all go to dinner. Right. We can get everybody one day a week. Hope yeah, and that's for movie night. Right. It's incredible. Uh so unless they're gonna show a movie at the Trascaria for us. You got you guys know I still do it. I bitch about it every time, but there's nothing I hate more than trying to make plans with all of you guys. Mm-hmm. It's the worst thing in the world. And like I hate being the one that gets left out, but sometimes it happens to me. Mm-hmm. But like if you try to get a con trip going, you have to like we would have to schedule it now in May, like, all right, we can all schedule it for September. Mm-hmm. And then inevitably like something would come up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just it. Especially as we've gotten older, it's just so impossible to get everybody together. I'll see. I'll see what the biggest table we can get is, and that that'll be good because then it's like, oh, they only seat eight. Then it's like perfect. First eight in. No, I want everybody there if they can but go. The, but the problem is you can't though. Like there, there might you be. You don't a, know that. I'm, I'm just saying there might be a limit. I have a question for you. I was talking about this with a coworker today. They were saying that they went in, they, and Mike has talked about this too. They were at Target. I think it was Mike who was talking about this, but then I was talking about it with somebody else. Okay. And they're like, yeah, I'm going out places now. Because I had said to this person, I came into their room and they weren't wearing a mask. And I was like, I'm fully vaccinated if you don't want it. Because they like scrambled to find their mask. I was like, I'm fully vaccinated. And I had my mask on. But I was like, I'm fully vaccinated. If you don't want to wear your mask, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, cool. Yeah, that's fine by me. And I'm like, do you care if I take my mask off? And they're like, no. And I feel like that doesn't put the pressure. Because one of the things I was really aware of in the beginning of the pandemic was like, I didn't want to put the pressure on anybody else. Yeah. I just made the decision. Like, I'm not going to see you or I'm not. Because Mm -hmm. I don't want to put the pressure of you having to say no Mm -hmm. on you. So I'm just going to say no. But I felt like that was a pretty good way of saying like, Hey, I'm, if you don't want to put your mask on, I'm fully vaccinated. That's fine. And most people have said like, oh, cool. I'm fully vaccinated too if you want to take yours off, mm-hmm. which tells me that they're comfortable. Yeah. But me and this guy were talking about like, uh, and just like Mike brought up this morning, how it's weird to go into places like Target. I think Mike was at Starbucks this morning, but it's weird to go in and like people just don't have masks on. They're just wandering around. And I was like, you know, Wearing a mask is so in. It's like the beginning of the pandemic again. It's it's so inconsequential to me to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to continue to wear a mask to Target because I know, or or Starbucks or wherever, because I know there are some people who are still overrun with anxiety. Sure, like they're still super anxious, but they have to go out in the world and do stuff, mm-hmm. and it'll just make them more comfortable if I'm wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Does that seem insane? To be no. to be that accommodating, at at some point it will be. At some point it will be. It's like it's but like, right now. Yeah, I mean, not even everybody's vaccinated. Sorry, I talked over you. No, no. So yeah, so like you know, like th- that might just be even be like a month from now where it's just like at this point, you know, it's like just they're just gonna have to learn to deal. Uh, right. But like, but like, yeah, like, 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 I, 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 I can definitely see the point of view that like right now it's too. If I go into Target. Mm-hmm. And ninety-five percent of people are not wearing masks. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to wear one either because at that point it is like you just have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But we can all be one of the last people to take my mask off is probably the best way to say it. Like we can mm-hmm. slowly dwindle down. What I'm saying is like it's not me, but I know there are people out there who are very anxious people and going from a hundred miles an hour down to zero mm-hmm. or zero to a hundred, whatever way you want to phrase it, mm-hmm. is gonna be really hard on them. And I, I'm a person who I think anxiety and like getting super worked up about stuff, which I'm totally guilty of uh, at times, is just bad for you in the long run. Yeah. Like, and so I, I want to try to minimize that for people. Yeah. And I'm, I'm socially awkward enough that like I'll, I'm going to keep wearing mine in those places just cause uh, one cause like if, if the people behind the counter or at, or at the drive thru are wearing it I whatever it just it it I don't like maybe it makes them feel better if I'm wearing mine but like I probably they, like the kid in the, the probably doesn't care I did that for the longest time mm-hmm. when I went to Dairy Queen and got ice cream before movie night I didn't wear my mask when I picked up through the drive thru I didn't feel bad about it either. Like no, yeah, like like and, and you shouldn't. And it uh, was it was like a sixteen year old kid who yeah. probably didn't care, and they probably haven't cared the whole time. But in the beginning, it was like anywhere I went, if I thought it would make somebody more comfortable, that was my whole thing in the beginning when nobody knew what was going on and nobody mm-hmm. knew if masks were even effective. It was like my two arguments for wearing a mask were like, well, it might be effective. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and also it's just going to make some people comfortable. So what do I care? It doesn't make a difference in my life. Yeah, like I, I'm sure it'll, it'll probably be different in like a like a couple weeks. Like as people get more, um, more comfortable, just not, um, not wearing it. But it was it was kind of like when, um, like right when the mask main, like right when the when like the the mandate came down that you didn't have to, um, and Jared went in total white and he didn't wear his. And like everybody else was, and he's like, "No, fuck this!" Like I, I'm vaccinated. Like I, like, like I, yeah, like I, I don't need to feel like an idiot. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not putting it on. And and I, but like that's the opposite of like my mentality, where I was like, I don't want people to like look at me and judge me. So like, see, I'm just, I don't care about what. No, I know, I know you don't, but that's me, right? And so it's, but so, that was kind of Jr's thing too, I guess. Yeah, was that. He didn't care if people looked at him or judged him. He's like, "Fuck that! I earned this." Right, and you don't want people to. I just like it. It'll just it'll just take me a couple weeks of like acclimating to not. I think that's the same for me. Is like once I see it's like there. I don't know what the actual percentage is, but Mm -hmm. there's a. I know that I'll go into Target where there'll be enough people not masked that I'll be like, okay, yeah. At this point me wearing a mask or not wearing a mask is not going to make a difference in somebody else feeling uncomfortable. Yeah. Like when I went to, when they I went might to, think I'm a dick for not wearing one, but like whatever. Like when I went to like Hollywood to holiday before Hollywood video, Hollywood video, uh, before all the MacBook handouts to get a coffee. Like there was like a, it happened twice where just some random dude would like, just came like running in and get, like to like get himself a coffee from the machine and he just wasn't wearing a mask, and I'm just like, I don't, whatever, like, I don't know, like, I don't know who this guy is, or like, 
if he's vaccinated or whatever, I'm just I just don't want to deal with this. So like, you know, he's just like standing there like a few feet from me getting his cup. And I'm like, whatever. I don't give a shit at this point. Like when I, was this last week? Okay. So it's like I'm I'm vaccinated. I know like like like, like hopefully like the people that work at because they work in a gas station, like hopefully they've had the chance to get their vaccine like they should have been on like part of the earlier list because they would have been part of like um kind of at risk re- like uh like at risk retail that that sort of that sort of group that was uh what's 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 the word for the they 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 have those workers essential workers yeah because they, they, they were essential workers working at a gas station because they were there all day the entire time um so it's uh, yeah it's like it's like I you know like I don't know if this guy's just an idiot and he's just like... Well, at this point, you're vaccinated. And it's like the CDC has said. If you're not vaccinated and you're not masked, you're at the highest risk while you're out there. Yeah. If you're vaccinated, you're just not. Yeah. But it's like Amber is saying. If it's just me, I don't care because I'm vaccinated. But if I'm out with my kids, I don't trust someone who's not wearing a mask is vaccinated. Yeah. It's it's six forty in the morning and this fucker's in there without a mask on. It's like, maybe he's not a fucker. Maybe, like, maybe he's back. Like, I don't know. Like this is this is before they said you didn't have to wear them. This was like a week ago, like and like because it just changed sure. again or whatever. Uh, so it's like I just like I I still looked at him. I was like whatever. Like I just don't care enough about wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. I like it doesn't. I'll just keep wearing it because it doesn't. Oh yeah. If it was up to me, we would all wear masks every winter because I really think it'll help. <laughs> Like I, I, I knock down cold and flu. I guess that's the thing. Like I, I, like I feel like I heard that that this was the the best season for flu ever. Well, I mean, a, a part of that is because nobody was out doing shit either. But, but yes, but but I don't know. It's not what I've realized is it's not something I can ever understand because I just don't have that mentality of like it's like that that person that I work with at my school who I've talked about before who. I think this person just made the decision early on that masks were stupid and they didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And then as more and more people wore masks and the mandate came out and research came out that showed they did do stuff, they just dug their heels in. Mm -hmm. And rather than admitting they were wrong, they just wanted to... I don't know. It's like you just want to fight against something. I don't know what it is. I can't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I feel like I would I would have felt the same way. There's a lot of stuff in the world where I, I feel like I was a total moron as a teenager. And as a teenager, I really wanted to fight against stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this would have been one. It would. It's just such an inconsequential thing to me that I don't think I... Even then, when I wanted to fight against everything that... Oh, you, I came up against you, like your uh, what was that stupid band you liked uh, when you were in like high school? There's a lot uh, of them. mindless. So you would have, you would have had like mindless, mindless self indulgence indulgence mask. And you'd sure, been, it would have it would have been I don't know. It would have been like it would have been something stupid. You'd be like, yeah, fuck all of you. I got my mindless self indulgence mask on. It's just such a nonsense thing. Yeah, to care is. about the only thing I like. I've said it before. I had sunglasses on once, and it it was really annoying to have the mask and sunglasses. Oh yeah! If like, you like had you, glasses, yeah. you have a legitimate gripe for wearing a mask, but there are ways to get around it. Yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, so yeah, I'm sure. Um. I like I I I probably will for like the next, uh, 
probably for the next couple weeks. Yeah, mine will just be a feeling. And I'll just I'll just go out one day and be like, man, I'm like the only one in this Target with a mask on. And it won't be the only one, but it'll be like me and 5% of the people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I there was So I've heard people complain about wearing a mask and it fogging up your glasses, mm-hmm. and I never paid it. I was like, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. You should still wear a mask. And then there was a day where I, ha- I was out. I had sunglasses on, and I was wearing a mask, and it did fog up my sunglasses in an annoying way, and I would take them off and wipe off the fog, put them back in my face, and then, you know, a few minutes later, I'd have to do it again. It wasn't the end of the world. I just mm-hmm. dealt with it, but I was like, that's a legitimate gripe that it's kind of annoying. Right. That's what I'm saying, Vitam Anderson. He says it can happen, but it's such a non-issue. I agree. It's like... It can fog up your glasses. You just kind of wipe off the fog and go on with your day. You should have done, like, I remember uh, when we would go, uh, like, snorkeling or wear, like, uh, yeah. uh, goggles underwater. The the old wives trick or whatever. The, what what it was called? Old wives tale? It's not old wives tale. I'm, I'm, like, I'm mixing the two words together. Okay. Anyway. Um, that my dad would do was dish soap. Like you would, you would put dish soap, and then it couldn't. There was nothing for like the um, for the moisture to grab onto. What if you got dish soap in your eyes, though? Well, it wasn't like just like a whole bunch of liquid in there. You like you would just kind of rub it in there. A little <laughs> you bit. fill the goggles yeah. with dish soap. Uh. <laughs> I like that image. What is that? That's like uh, that's an uh, that's not an old wives' tale. No. That's a uh, what the fuck is that? Something fix. I can't think of the phrase for it. Whatever. Dang it. Because, yeah, old wives were dumb, so they wouldn't have known how to do that. <laughs> Jeez. Old husband trick. Yeah, there we no, go. No, there's something. It's not jerry-rigging, but it's something like that. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Apple dumpling gang? I don't know. Whoa. That must be to your old wives were dumb. I was doing concussion imp- like impersonations earlier. He's fine. New wives tell. Vitamin management probably just got here. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Stop it. That, way, that last one was pretty yeah, good. That last one was that last one was the best one yet. That's true. Hundred percent. Fresh wives tale. There you go. <laughs> Sexy wife tales. Sexy big titted wives tale. Dot com. Dot com. It's a it's a porn website. Oh. I'm going to bed. Night. Yeah, I think we're winding down here too. We didn't get to Rob's random. No, I, I I thought it was good. I got like like me just saying this quick thing I learned. That's who I never know where it's gonna go because I also thought tonight was gonna be a grind, but this is pretty fun. It's uh, it, it's gone places. I guarantee that one week that we both were like, Mm-mm, that would have been a grind. That would be yeah. That, that was the first week of doing every day, all day MacBook handouts, and yeah, that would have been a grind to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last week. You know, last week wasn't our best podcast. Last week was fine. Yeah. This was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to get food tomorrow. Definitely getting food because, yeah, in- inadvertently being there until 7, just I needed to eat food at some point in that yeah, three I, hours that I was there. <laughs> Amber's taking the kids. She's not on here anymore, but she's taking the kids to some thing in the park. Okay. Uh with her with Nemo's teacher and I think her sister's gonna be there. 
whatever. I don't know. They're it's going a weird menagerie of people. Uh, Am- Amber's sister's kids are still in distance learning. Like our kids went back to school this week. Is Shakespeare in the park? Also, Aurora did her first full day in the toddler room today and did amazing. She napped with the other kids. She had no accidents all day. She's doing great in school. I knew she would too. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if Aurora is going to be a social butterfly. She's talking to everybody. She walked in today and had a backpack on and was just going, I have a backpack. Just showing her backpack to everybody. I knew she would do good in school. Like, she'll have her days where she doesn't want to be there, but. I wonder if she'll try and fight her way to the top, though. She might. And be and, Dude, and try and try and be like a queen bee. Aurora's a fucking killer. Mm-hmm. It's insane to me to watch like to watch your kids from when they're born and see their personalities this girl like we have videos of her she's like two weeks over fighting to roll onto her belly and when she rolls onto her belly she's lifting her head up and like trying to get places and then when all she could do was crawl she would like she would crawl and she would see stuff and then like she would try everything she could think of to like Get up and get the thing that she wanted. Like, did you hear that Limp Biscuit song playing that whole time? What's crawling? No, that's not. That's Lincoln Park. Which, what did I say? Limp Biscuit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I meant that limp. Wait, Lincoln. I meant that Lincoln. <laughs> you meant that L. Yeah, the, whatever the L song is. Uh, yeah. She just maybe it's maybe it's the like. Because uh, now I'm talking to Matt directly. He said, Evie's got that edge too. Girls are killers compared to boys. It might just be the second born. I don't know. But I th- I just think it's her personality. I think you could just have a number of kids and they'd all just have their own personality traits. Because Nemo's got his own awesome stuff. But Nemo hated tummy time, which is a thing you do with babies. Sure. But Aurora like couldn't get enough of it. She would try to roll herself onto her tummy. She like wanted to go places and get shit done. Which is perfect, given her namesake, because that's how my mom is. But I just knew, like, she'll get to school, and it, like, she's just primed for it. Mm. Like, she just wants to go places and get stuff done and learn how to do things. And I think she's, I really think she's going to be so much happier just being in school and being taught things and being shown things. She's just like, her personality is like, I want to go do stuff. Yeah, that's where she'll she'll learn how weak her brother is, how she can like just dominate him. See, Nemo, I think Nemo is just more like Amber and I. Like the amount of concentration and attention Nemo pays to books, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like hey, I've sat, wedgies. we're gonna wedge you that kid. I've sat and read Gene Wolfe books to Nemo. Like mm-hmm. he he just sits and yeah, he just loves that shit. But I'll make sure he doesn't get wedged. Better not get wedged. He might, but then, you know, you just fight back and nobody wedges you again. Just picturing at school, like he's getting like picked on a wedgie and And what? And his sister comes over and keeps saving him. Might happen. She's a badass. What are you doing? Leave my brother alone. So so, so what he likes books. Yeah. No, he stands up for himself. He's gotten pretty good at it with. uh... At first, he wasn't. But he he's he's such a nice person, but like we've worked on him with getting his firm voice, mm-hmm. and like Aurora will be getting into his shit, and he's he's so nice and loves his sister so much, but he's like learned how to use his firm voice, and he'll he'll just say like, "Please stop doing that. I don't like it." 
but he'll he'll like where before he'd like whine and cry about it and we'd be like dude you gotta like tell her you gotta be firm about it and he's gotten really good at being firm but he's like so nice about it please he also fucking knocks her over sometimes like the other day he was trying to look out the window at the birds mm-hmm. and Aurora came over, which was fine to stand next to him. But then Aurora tried to push him out of the way. And he was like, fuck you. He's so much bigger than her. Mm-hmm. He just, just shoved he, her down. He grabbed both of her arms. She like tried to grab at his face and he just grabbed both of her arms. And was like, get the fuck out of here. Aurora. <laughs> and I, Amber hadn't seen it. So she started to yell at Nemo. And I was like, no, no. Aurora was like, she, because she's the one who's like gonna, she's just gonna go after whatever she wants yeah. and get whatever she wants mm-hmm. through just her pure will. Mm-hmm. But it was like, no, Nemo wasn't doing anything wrong. He was gonna let her stand next to him. Yeah, but that wasn't enough for her, and he just didn't let her take it. So mm-hmm. she was the one that ended up getting in trouble for it. But it was just like, I don't know. It just, it was good to see from Nemo where he's like, get just fuck off all right like i'm trying to watch these birds yeah these are my birds you can stand next to me but you can't make me move yeah so he'll be fine yeah but he's definitely he's not the same in that regard i don't know it's bizarre to me to just have seen aurora from birth Mm -hmm. just push towards whatever she wants such such a different like it's just crazy to see something like i just I'm I'm so curious and I'm so excited to see like what is she going to be like as a, as an adult because from birth she knew how to just push herself to get what she wants mm-hmm. which is an incredible like human trait to have what's that going to be like as an adult and I hope it sticks with her yeah I don't know how I got on that topic either I have no idea doesn't matter who kids in the park kids in the park yeah your kids are going to a dumb park tomorrow. Oh, yeah, because Aurora is going to be great in school. Yeah. I think she's going to be just a happier person mm-hmm. being in school. Yeah. Anyway, I might I might get a little snack there, too. Depends on what I eat for lunch. Maybe a little flatbread. All right, everybody. Flying Hawaiian. Thanks for tuning in. Did I just hear Amber walk upstairs? Is she a fucking liar? Dude, it's so funny. Joey knows when we're done. Oh, we're done now? Look at him. We're going upstairs. He knows. He like knows the words. Thanks for tuning in or something. He's been dead asleep. Yeah. And woke up. Uh, this was fun. Mm-hmm. I like chatting with you, Dan. Oh, yeah. 100%. We talked we talk for like a half hour before the podcast started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, this is the you've been listening to this might sound stupid podcast. Uh, we do it. Almost every week on Thursday at 8 Mm o'clock Central Standard Time. Uh, If this is your first time listening to the podcast, give us a uh, subscribe on whatever podcast app you use. Give us a follow on Twitch, twitch.tv slash this might sound stupid. If you ever want to tweet at us, you can do that at TMSS underscore podcast, or you can email us this might sound stupid at gmail.com. Speaking of emailing us, Next week is our uh, May top five list. Y'all. For the month of May, the list is top five cereals of all time. Mm-hmm. So that means even if the cereal isn't made anymore, it can be on your list. If it's only a cereal or a seasonal cereal, it can be on your list. Top five cereals of all time. Mm-hmm. Email those lists to us. This might sound stupid at gmail.com and we'll go through them all. 
or you can tweet at us at TMSS underscore podcast. Uh, we got two sponsors on this podcast, Joey the Good Boy, who has since laid down because he knows we're not quite done. And Mike Long, he designed all of our graphics. Also laying down. Mike Long is probably laying down. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a good night. Bye.